So it's another episode, Morgan. You know, I want to start with it again. So what episodes is six, seven, eight? You know? I don't even know. We will be excited when we get to 10. Let's just, yeah, that's, we're shooting for milestones here. You know, 10, 20, 25, all that stuff. Well, good. Yeah. And actually, she always joked, you know, I'm always in a closet. I'm actually in a different closet this time. We are having, as we apparently always do now, wild video game nights at the Elstein house. We got a PS5 a couple weeks ago, and my kids can't play quietly. So I'm in <laughs> the other master bedroom closets because I, I close the door to the bedroom, the door to the bathroom. You have to walk through the bathroom to get the other uh, things. So there's, there's essence through three doors. And I don't know if you could pick it up. I could hear the site on, on a different level, too, for that matter. So. We're getting very intense here. We've got multiple doors right. working as sound buffers. I was going to ask you, you know, it's it's June, like it's summertime and kids are officially out of school. You know, are you guys doing anything fun? But it sounds like you got some wild gaming nights in your future. That's what that sounds like. Yeah, well, there's a couple things. So the kids are going this to camp about half the weeks. They would rather, okay. in theory, they say they'd rather do nothing, but let's give them something organized. But like this week, first week off after school so the good thing is they can actually walk to the movies so you saw a spider-man not like seeing spider-man on a wednesday at 11 a.m but they they, they hey. saw that we got the tickets online we gave them some money for food and stuff like that so they were able to walk which is good and um they are you know, going to camp we're going on vacation to pigeon forge tennessee oh. a little bit later the dollywood and some other things out there and as, as you know, for us adults, it's uh, it's normal. It, it's, yeah. You know, it's, it's, not, it's not summer break. So, so what about you? Do you have any plans? Life's just life's just moving on. You're like, oh, they're here now. Life is yeah. normal, but these kids are here now. <laughs> um, yeah, not too much. Just kind of the same. Um, I don't have children or summer camps or any of that fun stuff, but. Um, I don't know. It just feels weirdly different. You know, like even as an adult, like, you know, it's summer, like apart from the weather. Um, I think traffic gets better a, a little bit. A little so bit, that, morning, that's a little yeah. bit of an ease. Um, I was driving by Duke the other day and it, they had cones everywhere and had a, information about parking for graduation. And I was like, who, why is there graduation on a Monday? But then I realized that they make, like high schools graduate yeah, yeah, yeah i guess and a lot of times uh, i didn't even think about that things. yeah yeah those are crazy i didn't even think about that so i was like oh high school is graduating i totally forgot about them because i'm so used to college and like everybody being done in may and no there's other people that kind of have to finish school too but on monday yeah. what a horrible day for a graduate i mean well, I, I think they just have to find day. you know it's probably some three on monday three on tuesday whatever it is but the fun thing in this triangle, the triangle, the three major universities often have graduation of Mother's Day weekend, so it's hard enough a lot of times to get oh, reservations. Awful. So it's yeah, I mean, but almost every year it's like that, which is an interesting. Thing. I mean, it's not a bad way to honor your mother, you know. Hey, mom, I graduated. Look what I did. I'll just go out there on the record and say that state does not graduate on Mother's Day; they do it the week before. So, you know, we keep keep things just for mom on that weekend so i'll, I'll try to keep my comments to myself about state. okay <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah nothing too crazy um 
I don't have. Let's see. I don't have. What about the as a kid? What did you do? Oh, I didn't do. I mean, sport camps definitely. When I got into like middle school, high school, I was playing AAU every summer. So we were having practices two a days. Wow. And if we weren't in practice, we, I mean, summertime was crazy. We were gone every single weekend somewhere. Wow. Um, and then, yeah, there's not a little bit of travel, which it was kind of like decided. We didn't like, we didn't switch it up and say, oh, we're going to go a different place. Like each summer, we stayed pretty consistent um, just on where we go. So whether it was like the beach or not too much into the mountains, it was mainly the beach if we could get away kind of thing but um yeah it's good times but yeah i have great memories of summer i was always at camp whether it's day camp or starting in 1990 but when sleepaway camp where oh, uh, shout out camp. to camp airy that still have good friends from there from many moons ago there's something special about sleepaway camp and yeah the the, the week or so that I wasn't in a camp, I was, um, we'd go on vacation to various places. But even with that camp, yeah, I ended up becoming a counselor for two years there. So it was a, it was a, it was a fun experience, something I still remember. That's awesome. That was going to be my question. Like, I, I mean, day camps, definitely music camps, sport camps, all that. And then as a college kid into early adulthood, I worked at a camp. And so it's kind of nice to like have it come kind of full circle. Um, I worked at this camp in Raleigh and it was a ton of fun. Like I did it three years, four years, maybe um, just some crazy, crazy cool memories. But my camp used to be they, they, they used to have one night during that day camp week where they would have it be a sleepover mm. night. And so the kids like begged us multiple years in a row to like bring back that one overnight night. And I was like, there's no way Raleigh's going to let us do this. Like <laughs> you just can't do it anymore. Like it's not going to happen. And so, yeah, all the kids really wanted to, but now it's crazy to me because not saying I have favorites, but like one of my favorite came every summer, came every week, campers is in college now and i don't like it right. i feel way too old you're getting old like, there's no way you're in no, college i know what you're it's saying insane. it's so crazy but summer good times it's kind of sad because it's like kind of already halfway over because it's halfway through june i don't know it is not even summer officially yes but it's, it's still for spring. some people it is no it's not it's not what is it? Oh, June twentieth. Twenty first. Twenty first. Yeah. Oh, we're so. And close. then six months to my birthday on June twenty first. If you're counting days and celebrating, be counting people. It's yeah. happening. It's coming. It's you six can plus send months. your you can send your anonymous gifts to Elstein and he would. No, no, don't send anonymous. I need to know who to, who to send a thank you card to. <laughs> He will send thank you cards. That's true. Go ahead and plan your gifts now. Well, it depends on the the price of the gift. I mean, if it's only like fifty dollars, I'm not gonna send thank you. But if it's something that's a generous gift, then I'll send. Send all of the Maryland. Uh, I'll send it, but you won't be able to read my handwriting to know what I'm thanking you for. So. That's a true statement. 
That's a true statement. Oh, this this is actually on that topic. So it's not funny, but this person I, I, I know, he passed away during COVID. And it was a sad story, but I made a donation in his name. And his wife, who I met several times, sweet woman, wrote me a nice thank you letter. So she's mid-50s, early 50s. I swear mm -hmm. I couldn't read the thank you. I mean, it, it made oh. my I mean, it's all cursive, which I can read cursive on like kids today, but it was something that I had to have Jenny help me decipher what it, it said. It was just hard to read. Was it like shorthand or what? No, like it was, re I mean, it was just the cursive that was her style was just interesting. Difficult to decipher. I didn't have a Rosetta oh. Stone or whatever it needed to decipher what <laughs> I said. Calling all hands on deck for this. Please read this letter to me. That's what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I know it's the kettle calling the pot black with my handwriting, but this is, this is even worse. You never thought you'd see or find anybody's handwriting that you I, couldn't read. I don't like that. You shouldn't have worse handwriting than me. Just saying. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. I look at, yeah. It, it's bad when you look at your own handwriting like if you're rushing and just trying to get things down really quickly and then you go back later and you're like oh what did i put right there but well, yeah, well, just like day in and day out like i can't read that <laughs> in, in college did you have the little blue books or yellow books to write your answers on the blue books yes. well the, the, sometimes they're pink sometimes they're yellow but yes i felt sorry for my teacher professors had to read my answers in there. Yeah. because you know you're yeah. trying to do quickly too Write that stuff down and get all the oh, yeah. Your problems. hand cramps up. I, I think in some cases it gave me the benefit of the doubt. Just, just because. Yeah. I felt really like sorry at what it was. But. You know, yeah, for exams, especially with like humanities classes, that would be our exam was you'd go yeah. in and have like two short answer or like two like paragraph answer and then like essays. And the professor would say, bring in multiple books if you think you'll need them. And I was like... Oh, you got to bring your own books in. Or got, we got it from mm -hmm. a professor. Okay. Oh, that's oh. so... Oh, my God. So you can go to the class, the finals, and forget your book. And then... Sorry. You hope someone can Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to do that. I would yeah. be scared of the repercussions right. on that one. But yes, no, we brought our own because they sold them in the book. They had blue books. And then they had green books, which were like... I guess the green were like recycled whatever all of ours were the same but i just remember different colors and it was just okay uh, they got this one whatever reason is there a difference nope just bring a book so you know that's actually a pretty good segue because we're talking back to you know previous time you know our, our theme this week is 20 years ago what's happened in 2003 so i guess you know thinking back so where were you in life in 2000 what, what was your stage of life then yeah, that's that's a good place to start because there's a little bit of an age difference with the two of us. So we are yes. going to be at very, very different times in our life. So 2003, yes. I would have been, oh, 2007th grade? Yes, 7th grade, 12, 13, yeah. And I had graduated basically two years before college. So I was in the real world working no! for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Beltsville, Maryland, writing for them. So, yes, I was in the, nice. the real world for, depends how long you count, because, you know, graduated May of 2001. So, whenever, so basically two years, between a year and a half. So, 
Yeah. So, so, so our uh, things that we preferred and liked 20 years ago are going to be very different. <laughs> because it's funny now that we're both in the working world and in a similar phase in life. Not exactly. But compared to 20 years ago, it was night and day. I mean, for it's me, that's wild. basically half my life back then. And for you, that's two thirds of your life. It's the- also kind of almost, wait, is it half? I guess it's not half. Yes, it is. Wait. Yeah, I guess it's closer to a third. It's weird. Yeah, a okay. third. Yeah, I'm math. Woof. Yes. <laughs> yes. 2003, 20 years ago. Um, so, yes. I with this, this topic got started because I, I was looking through the other day and I saw something and we're going to talk about it later that said such and such turns 20. And I was like, there's no way it's 20. No, it just came out like five years ago. Nope. It's been 20 years. Yep. I know that feeling with. I also think that 1990 was like 10 years ago. Like well, that's everyone thinks. And you know, the other thing I was thinking, looking at the music for that year, I didn't like a lot of songs that were popular. That oh, year. I love 90s. No. I, I love 90s music, and there was like a five or ten years so after the 90s that I didn't like it, then I love it again. I mean, I, I know many of the songs, know pretty much every artist, mm-hmm. but it's but okay, if I have like a thousand fifty songs on Spotify. Whew. Looking really quickly, I have one or two of the top like 35 songs from the year on Spotify. I have more from like the 1950s on Spotify. The 50s. Oh yeah, not in the 60s. That's the only one I think I can have is "Bring Me to Life" by Evanescence, which was a number 10 song of the year. Which I've always liked that song, and I don't even know that's a they do, but it's just a song that that pumps me up and everything. It's just it's It's so good. Yeah. I can't, you know, I actually was about to say that from a music standpoint, 2003 was pretty awesome. In my <laughs> so that's hilarious that you think that. Yeah. Um, yes. Well, what do you think? Why? I think. So there, in looking through the list of songs that came out that year, there, like, a couple from Kelly Clarkson, a couple from Justin Timberlake, several pretty top ones from like Beyonce. Um, just uh, let's see, Fifty Cent was the number one song yep. that year. Yeah, and, and the number one album. I I don't know about you, but on Facebook all the time now, I'm getting pop up and a pop up the ads for his 20th anniversary tour. Of that album, so yeah. Oh, I so didn't know he, he was doing that. So yeah, so that's a good song. That may be the only Fifty Cent song I know, but I mean that's a huge <laughs> song. I mean it, it, it's that's not the, my favorite song ever. It's not enough to make the top thousand songs apparently for my Spotify list, but it's, uh, it, it's I mean it's a big song that it stayed around. I mean it's sort of interesting that you know a rap song like that was number one. I mean it, it's mm-hmm. the top. Four songs were rap R and B ish, and it takes to later down to number five, take three doors down to get something you call rockish 
for lack of a better term. That's and, true. and then I don't even know where you get that. I don't mean just all these things blur the line, but I don't even know where, you know, a quote unquote pop song is. And I'm looking for that. Maybe Christina Aguilera, Beautiful, which is the 16th song of the year, which I know. Yeah, that's definitely fine, But it was just a, a lot of things were just a lot of rap, a lot of R&B, nothing wrong with that. A lot of rap, weird. yeah. Yeah, your your pop just kind of like you're gonna see it mixed in a little bit. It's definitely in the top like hundred, but it's not like super high up there. Um, so Christina Aguilera's "Fighter" came out that year, and Fighter? I yes, I don't know if I know that one. I know a lot of her. Oh, it's catchy. You gotta listen to it. She she's a genie in a bottle. I know that. She is a genie in a bottle, and she's also a fighter. She's a fighting genie in the bottle. There you go. And she's yelling uh, timber, too, but that's... She's... No, that's not her. Who is that? Is that Kesha? Yeah. Well, what's, what's, the, what's the song she did with um, Mr. 305, Mr. Worldwide? There was another... Um, she did it. Oh. There was a big song that, that sounded like that. That was she's definitely true. I don't remember. Well, this is you um, on talking. But yes, I got it. This we're is looking this. this one up. Yeah. Um, "Lose Yourself" by Eminem came out in two thousand three. That song is just good. It, I yeah, and that's a pretty I good song. song. Yeah, but I mean, it's once again, it didn't make my top a thousand. Though so, I mean, it's, it's it's a big song in the history of a rap. Feel this moment is the answer. Oh, you know that song, right? With Pitbull and Christina Aguilera. I don't think I do. You might I'm gonna have to listen to that one. Yes, I, I love Pitbull. <laughs> you really do. I, I do. I love him. I love the. Um, he was just here, was he not? He was here. Yeah, he did two shows in Cary last year. He did one. The one I'm jealous of. He's doing a tour now with this Pitbull and Ricky Iglesias. Oh, Ricky Martin. Who's the? It's another, I believe, Latino star. I mean, that, that sounds like a fantastic show. Those three? That's Not kind of interesting. Else. Yeah, because he came last year, people with Iggy Azalea, which was seemed like a very interesting show. And I don't know who he's touring with this year for that show. It wasn't. I UK. didn't know Enrique Iglesias was still doing. I don't know if he's doing a new thing. Anything I mean, music related. <laughs> well, let me tell you. His song with Pitbull, one of my favorite all-time, all-time favorite songs. I have that on Spotify. So interesting. It's just a, you should, you should, get, and you should go on that tour. Oh, I should. Just go ahead. You should start looking and just playing on it because. Well, and and it's funny. Oh, the one thing this is, this is a huge song. I actually do like it's on there. Crazy Love. Of course. Beyonce, Jay Z. I assume that's the first and last time they've ever seen each other, but uh, it was a great song. Yeah, yeah, just a one-time occurrence for them. Yeah, yeah, no, but it's it's a that's just a great song. That's still great. I think still play at weddings and things like that. It's just a oh really yeah, oh yeah, cool song all the time. So yeah, I mean, a couple of my favorites are like rap because I just hear them all the time in the gym. I think um, Jenny from the Block. Came out in two thousand three, and people still sing that song. So, yeah, yeah. no, it's, it's a lot of fun. Here's one 
The number seven song is by an artist called Chingy, C-H-I-N-G-Y. Do you know this one? Yeah, song I do know this song. T-H-U-R-R. Yes. Okay, I'm sorry I, I missed that. I was, you I was should listen to it. You were too busy. I'm sorry, I was too busy in the real world working. I know. Well, yeah. I was, a, other... I was a middle school kid listening to rap, and Elsie was I working. The funniest thing, it's like this three doors down, when I'm gone was number five. I love Superman by then, that's my favorite song. And then Matchbox 20, Unwell, is number six song of the year. I love a lot of other Matchbox 20. That one's okay. Mm-hmm. And then the Matchbox 20 indoor Rob Thomas come every year, it seems like this year. And it's always every year. Oh, it'll be fun to see. They've done a lot of things that just seem like a fun. We should group. do that. But it's, I don't know, it's never. Never too too much for that. Um, you let's see. Oh yeah, Justin Timberlake came out with "Cry Me a River" in two thousand three. Where lots yep. of people cry in rivers. Um, since you've been gone and "Miss Independent" by Kelly Clarkson. Well, see that's but, interesting because I like both of those songs. When did they come out in oh three? Because I don't see them in the top. 35 songs of 03 and those seem like they would be in the top 10 almost I mean they're great songs they, kinda, I have those they songs are great songs yes. <laughs> yes those songs are like just singing in your car belting it as loud as you want to yes and who would have thought 20 years ago that she'd still be a, a big force in entertainment it's crazy right yeah. I loved her on the voice I thought she was great um and now her talk show and it was released april 10th miss independent was released april 10th 2003 that's so weird that it okay now it's a lot of good songs there and i feel like since you've been gone was before that let's Maybe it wasn't. Maybe I'm wrong on that one. That one did not okay, no, in 2003. No, I take it good. back. Yeah. But the Miss Independent, I mean, that's a good song. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I, I like a lot of her songs. So yeah, so as mm. you see, it was a year that I did not know a lot of the songs. I knew some. It was a big rap year. Like, and, it was, and, and, was. Oh, the other one. Okay, I see now. Yeah, um, Uncle Crafter doing Drift Away. Oh, gosh. Which yes. Gray's song. I, I actually saw Uncle Cracker perform in Raleigh. Many years ago? Oh. Ten years ago. Here was the opening act. They had Blues Traveler. Smash Mouth and Sugar Ray. We got Whoa. it was I think it was Father. Yeah, it must have been Father's Day. So it was wasn't much more than ten years ago. Yeah, Jenny got middle. I don't know. It was like fifth row seats. We've never been that close to a group. And the lead singer of Smash Mouth, who's no longer part of the group as he's a Nazi or allegedly Nazi, was kicked out. Oh gosh. Um. No, he. He threw his sunglasses in the crowd, and I was able to grab it, so I still have his sunglasses at my house. Yes, 
Nice. $5 CVS sunglasses, nothing fancy, but just like in my drawer, they have nice still souvenir. Have the guy who probably didn't want you to get it, but that's a different story for a different day. So <laughs> it was a great concert. Nice. Yeah. Well, but Uncle Cracker, yeah, he was. Yeah, so drift away, which, oh, which is not even a cover song. It's almost basically the same thing. It's uh, close enough that if it's on the radio, sometimes I don't know. I can't tell always if it's the original or his version of it. You just gotta wait it out and see. Not a good sign. Just gotta wait it out and see. It was a good year. Good, good, yeah. uh, good song year. I take it. Middle school me was very happy with the music. So well, good. Postgraduate me <laughs> was waiting for another year. Yeah, but that's also a thing, though. Where do you discover music? A lot of times it's through your friends and school. It's different when you're in the quote-unquote real world than you're in school and you see so many people every day. Yeah. So. yeah. I guess you could have, like... I, I, that's your excuse. I guess, like, if you were, like, driving to work and, like, what you listen to on the radio. Yeah. I mean, that's... So when I was there, it was... The, 15 minute drive or something like that. So it was 20 minutes. It, you could get five songs in at that point because that's all short. I could. <laughs> Sometimes maybe more, depending on how long the rap songs were. You could have probably gotten it could be. Well, mm -hmm. I didn't. So missed opportunity. Thank goodness for Spotify. Thank goodness for that. Yes. You can go. We, we don't own anything. We just rent between. You know, music on the Netflix, you rent in essence things. We don't own anything, which is we're just ah. we're just taking what we want. Thank you, but you have to keep on if you want to listen to that music, you have to keep on going. So mm -hmm. Yep. So is there anything else you want to talk about music of O three? You want to talk about TV or movies or anything? Mm. Let's talk about movies because that that was the whole premise for this. Because yeah. Finding Nemo is 20 years old. Help. Help. It's not It's not possible. And I like that movie, Nemo. but I mean, it, it, my, my feeling of the, the music and movies is going to be similar, where I've seen a lot of, seen oh, some of no. them, know them all. I mean, just, I mean, just, I had this pulled up. Let me see if I can find it quickly, because, you know, I'm looking at the list of all the, um, top movies and i'm like I, I think my my favorite movie came out that year oh and it did because a movie that your you've favorite never heard movie of, ever probably my favorite movie ever okay so do you know the movie best in show no with the, 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 the mockumentary on dog shows no well it's not that that was a popular one. Oh, this, this <laughs> is like Really? The, the, no, same group, of, same group of people called A Mighty Wind, a mockumentary about folk music, the 123rd highest grossing uh, uh, movie of the year. But it was a somewhat, not big, but it, it, it was a big enough phenomenon that, I mean, they the, it was a musical that they went on tour and they got people to do it. So, I mean, it's, it's a true... I don't know if it's a cold classic. A lot of times a cold classic, almost like look back at time, was just a very small niche audience of people who uh, who liked it. So, yeah, and I was like, mm. I think it was this year. That, you know, I said, oh, let's do Control-F. And, oh, 123. 
And you probably can't name a hundred of the ones in front of it, but it was that. So <laughs> that's very interesting. Your favorite movie, huh? Yeah, I like a lot. I love the the the, the field of mockumentaries, which have sort of taken over TV for a while in the sense that they look like documentary sure. novels. Office is a good example, Modern Family, and some other ones that it's shot like it, and it's just a fake one. And the thing that's cool about it, that there was like an outline, but a lot of it was improvised. Oh, that's good. So, so it, it, it it's, so that's what makes it good. And I think like a lot of these things we've talked about before, it's funny because they're playing it straight. They're not playing it like a comedy. Mm-hmm. So that's what mm-hmm. makes it funny. That's what makes it what it is. Yeah. So yeah. So, awesome. so you liked Finding Nemo number one. I liked the morning. <laughs> I didn't say it was my number one. I just was like, wow, it's twenty years old. There's no way. Um. The. So. The IMDb list. There are two, four, six, eight, about thirteen, out of the top hundred. That I really, really like out of that. So, pretty good. Okay. Well, then, then a list of things I don't ever have never seen and have zero interest in, seeing, like the two Lord of the Rings movies in the top 16. No, no interest in Lord of the Rings. Sorry about that. It's fair. Yeah. You know, and also on there is a, was one of the 56 Fast and Furious movies. I've not seen any of the Fast and Furious movies. It was not too fast, too furious. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. X Men movie. Never seen any X Men. I have not either, and we can agree on that one. Yes. Well, the one that I do love, and our possibly the most dedicated listener loves, is Elf. Which Absolutely. Is just, which is just a great between funny and I don't know, heartwarming, and just like uh, the premise sounds so stupid, but I mean it's such a well done movie. It just it just it's just fun. It's so great. Every year, Christmas time, multiple times, watching it. So yeah, it's happy. It's yeah, it's a it's like a weird comfort movie whenever yeah. it's on because you're gonna be laughing for sure. So yeah, even if you know what's coming up there, you, you still laugh and you sing along and you quote it and yeah, that's a sign of a great movie. Yeah, every the. Um... The guy who plays the department store manager, or whatever, his stand-up oh, yes. comedian. Every so often, he comes to Rod like, "Is it worth seeing him?" Because I saw him in this movie twenty years ago. He's gonna be funny. Never did phase on love, but it was it's it's. So I didn't even, know he was a stand-up comedian. Yeah, I mean, it's all these. Um, well, and Santa is uh, what's what's his name? Um, 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 the stand-up comedian that almost kills himself every year with drugs. Saw a documentary on him and Howard Stern. Oh, um, what's his name? Um, um, that's why it's good I have the internet right here. The internet uh. is present. And Zoe Deschanel as a blonde. Zoe, I, yep, still she, can't, I can't believe they did that. It's still kind of weird, but I get it. I guess they did, did what? What did you say about Zoe? I just thought it was weird they made her blonde. Oh, because I yeah. think she's not naturally blonde, and it was a little. Little okay, but she got to sing and it was very pretty. So that counts. Um, yeah, no, yes, yeah. and then singing in the shower, literally, literally. And I'm still trying literally. to find because it's bothering me. I'm sure our fans are, are shouting out the name of <laughs> of this guy yeah. who is 
crazy, maybe literally and figuratively. And let's see, we're Artie Lang. You know, you know Artie Lang. I do not. So he made his name on Howard Stern as a sidekick. He's done a lot of stand up, but he's almost died a number of times from drugs. When he came out, like one of the most recent, I don't, I don't know, five years ago, his nose was the biggest you've ever seen. It wasn't clear if it was from uh, drugs being beaten up. I forgot what it was. It could be any of those things. So. Oh my gosh, that's awful. I had no idea. I didn't know they had stand up comedians in this movie. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, and there's a lot of movies, yeah, that that have stand up comedies that have stand up comedians in there. I mean, well, Bob Newhart was a stand-up many thousand years ago. Yes. And then we get a shout-out to uh, Amy Sedaris, a Raleighite. And uh, I'm just looking on the INDB of the the great people on there. So, yeah, there's there's a lot. What What a great movie. It's a great movie. And trying... I'm I'm sure you're the right age for the Spy Kid movies, right? Like the end of it was kind of, kind of pushing it for me. But yes, the third one okay, did yeah, come I, out that that's year. A, that's a, that's a list of movies I've never seen. None of the Spy Kids movies. Oh, the first the third one was a massive massive stretch, but the first two were good. So oh, the stretch because it was so real. It was a documentary practically. The first couple. I've never even seen it. Then it's it's a stretch. They just they just took I'm a like, totally like, different I'm avenue with the third one. Like the only movie in the in the the, the top twenty that wasn't a stretch was Sea Biscuit, which was a that's good. That's a good movie. That's a great oh, movie. Too, too much horsing around on the set, but that's a too soon. <laughs> no. Um, let's see. So the number one movie that year. <laughs> do you know what it was? Finding Nemo. No, it was not the number one movie. That's according to, to my, my internet research. What was the number one movie? Oh, IMDb has the Pirates of the Caribbean. Well, according to Box Office Mojo, it was 3 and 39. Maybe it's domestic versus international. This is domestic. Oh, for domestic, Fine Nemo is three thirty nine million. Pirates is three hundred five million. Interesting. Mm, we got different sources here. Well, Fine Nemo also played at nine more theaters than uh, than Pirates. Oh, you know what I did? I looked by popularity. No, let's... That doesn't make sense. Ugh. Okay, I found it. I found one I like. Okay, this is going to be a thing. You found Chicago. one you like. Chicago is great. I have several of their soundtrack songs on Spotify. Thought it was just a, it was a good musical. No? I haven't seen it. Okay. So, I hear very good things. It just, yeah, I mean, it's a great cast. It's a, it needs to go on my list. So yeah, Queen Latifah, Richard Gere. I love her. Um, what's her name? And what's her name? Uh, Catherine Zeta Jones, and that woman Renee Zellweger. Is that a woman doesn't look anything? Oh, like that's true. 
That's very true. She does not look the same. Yeah, I need to add it to my list. The other movie that came out this year that I have not seen, which is very bad because it's apparently very, very popular. I started to watch it one time and I think I just was not able to like really devote time to watch it. And so I just haven't gone back. Uh, Love actually came out in 2003 and everybody loves that movie. So, but I just haven't seen it, but very popular. So Love Actually is one of those movies I saw at the time. I think it was fine, but it's it's weird. It's one of those ones that still lasted. People talk about it every year, every Christmas time. It was, it was fine, but I think it was one of those things I wouldn't imagine it's still a part of the, the lexicon or whatever. Oh, yeah. I Yeah, I know people that watch it all the time, even when it's not Christmas time. Yeah. So I really should probably watch that movie, but... Oh, well. Yeah, and the thing is, I don't know if you know this, I never go to the movies. I, I went some as a kid, but in the last 20 years, let's say, maybe on two hands, times I've been to a theater, maybe on one hand. In and, 20 years. And and it's even at home, like, I haven't watched many movies at home recently, even with every streaming service known to man. Like, if I'm going to watch some, oh, I'll watch a TV show. And mm-hmm. I love, I watch a lot of TV, but just something about, movies i don't know because on a night i probably watch around an hour of tv so half or two-thirds of a movie then you know tv show is divided perfectly so do i want do i mm. do do i you know in between of a movie i don't know like just something that never overly excites me. maybe if it's a if it's a long enough flight then that's perfect for that oh, but yes, it's, it's, uh, so that's i watch more movies on a plane been at home in the last several years and it's not that i've gone on so many flights either <laughs> it's just that the timing is perfect oh it is yeah. when i fly to chicago i know i have time for like a um documentary because documentary mm. is usually shorter so i'll find these documentaries that are on my list to watch and i'll, I'll do that i'm very guilty of re-watching stuff over and over again especially if i really like it it doesn't matter how many times i've seen it so i'm guilty of doing that on planes um, but I also try, I've tried to do better to branch out and, you know, oh, I haven't seen this movie yet. It's been out for a while. This is the perfect opportunity for me to just go ahead and watch it. So I'll do that. There's very few movies or TV shows that I watch either the second time for the movie or second episode a second time. Because there's so many other things I want to watch. I, mean, I know some people, oh, you know, I've seen every episode of The Office a thousand times. This or that. No, it's just some of the other things I want to watch for the, the first time. That's a good point. That's pretty smart, actually. I, I mean... <laughs> I watched I mean there are certain core movies that are like my ultimate favorites and it's kind of a thing where it's not necessarily that I need to watch it again it's that I have it on in the background while I'm like cooking or if I'm doing stuff on my phone but I, it's like a comfort movie mm-hmm. to me and so I just listen to it and just also um like at one point when I was living by myself, like I just wanted noise on. Like I just didn't want silence. So like I'll just throw that on just because I didn't want to like just hear silence. It didn't matter if I'd seen the movie and can quote it at you. But yeah, especially, yeah. So it depends. But yeah, I should probably try and branch out on those movies. Um, the movie Holes came out in 2003, which of course. The, with the movie what? Holes? Holes? Mm-hmm. It's H-O-L-E-S? based on... 
<laughs> yeah. You're good. It's the one that's based on the book, right? And it's got Shia LaBeouf in it, pre him having his um, situation where he was not a very nice person for a little bit well, of time. The simple situation is that. But um, <laughs> no, I did not know this. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Wait, have you not seen it? I've not seen it. I've not heard of it, obviously. Oh, it's a book. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. I'm trying to think of, like, some of the other characters that were in there. I just can't remember. I mean, I'm not the biggest Shia LaBeouf fan. I don't know how many things I've even seen him in besides Transformers, the first one or two. That was, like, that and Transformers. That's basically it. Um... Freaky Friday came out in 2003, and I bring this up because they're talking about doing Freaky Friday 2? 3? I thought I saw something with Lindsay Lohan being like playing like the mom now or something like that, where she is about to be a mom in real life. There, Yes, her and Jamie Lee Curtis have had serious conversations about it, so we'll see. It might happen, but uh, yeah. That's one I didn't say. Crazy. I was not the demographic for that movie, which doesn't necessarily mean anything to me. But yeah, and that's me, a, but... that's a good point. You were not in the demographic. Yes, I mean, yeah, they movie. think whatever. At that point, the the, the twenty four year old man was not the, the the target audience for that. That's fair. Um, School of Rock came out in two thousand three. Did you watch that movie? I did see that. Yes, that was that was that was that was, that was a well done movie. It's a fun movie. I mean, now they made a musical out of it. The School mm-hmm. of Rock's. Um, a franchise now to learn That's how to true. play music now and jack black did a good job in that i love jack black he's great he's just great yeah. well he, you know he's that i don't know it's a band what do you call the with tenacious d i know they're coming to wilmington and other places you know you don't know about this it's like no a idea. band I, they play real music but i think it's like a comedy thing too he and oh. the guys this is partner is moderately famous but now he's not he's not the jack black level of, of famous but yeah of famous okay i had no idea huh. the more you know learning new things every day um the movie up. swat came out in 2003 and i weirdly love that movie got samuel L. jackson colin farrell michelle rodriguez ll cool j in it it's a great movie and now they have like swat like the tv show swat Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. All that, but this was like just the movie, so that was very good. So, and there are other random movies that I like. They're probably more like girly movies, I would say. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, it's just all things I didn't see, because you were working in the real yeah, world. We 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 could we could talk about all the TV shows I didn't see too, if you want to. <laughs> hey, I mean that works too. <laughs> Wait, did you really not see TV shows too? Well, not that I not see it, but, you know, I'm looking at, you know, this is not a joke. Through my whole history, there's not many uh, shows I've ever watched on CBS. Forget about 60 Minutes of News Things, but between their comedy, which is sort of different, and and, and their things, like, I've never seen any CSI, and that was the number one show that year by by far. And, you know, I'm not a reality person, so, I mean, Survivor was big that year. And you know they've already that year they're already on the other CSIs too. Yeah, I never watched CSI. Now NCIS did come out in two thousand three, and I love that show. Um, it's another one. It was I never Mark saw. Har- 
you never oh that's a good one at least um mark Harmon's in that and he actually just i mean he's not on it anymore they recently took him off the show but he was on for like a very very long time but yeah i mean some of the other really popular ones um so like one tree hill the oc like i've never seen any of those shows um but i think i would have been a little bit might have been a, a tiny bit young on that end of that um uh, it just kind of depends but. yeah no I mean even like unlike other things I know most of the shows but it's I mean I know your show which I didn't really care much for Friends was number two that's right I mean, never, yes I mean that's when obviously Thursday nights at NBC were huge was Friends was two ER was four and that's still even a little past that stuff that's when you would throw anything on Eleven was Will and Grace as part of that. I think Scrubs a Thursday night. It just for a while, any show they put on, people would watch because it would just be the continuation. Right, right. But yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's American Idol did big. The one that people forget, Joe Millionaire, was the number three oh. show, which was which is sort of Fox was interesting back then. They had various shows with that. I mean, they still have crazy shows here. Always, always. Um, Extreme Makeover Home Edition that was hosted by Ty Pennington. It would come on on sa- Sunday nights on ABC. I love that show. We would all watch it as a family, have dinner. It'd be great stories. The transformation was incredible. Of course, we were a little bit hypo- like hypocritical because you can't do all of that stuff in a week. Like, wait, what? You saying you're exaggerating? It's, I mean, they're taking a little bit of some, a little bit of liberties, you know, because concrete can't cure that fast. You got to wait on paint to dry. But, you know, in a perfect world, it's still beautiful, right? It's a beautiful thing. Um, And and I think the interesting thing about the reality shows, a lot of them are, 20 years ago, are still part of the American Idol. is still big, different network. Survivor is still around. Interesting. Monday Night Football is really now Sunday Night Football. That's now that's True. now the number one show. But mm-hmm. um, Bachelor, Bachelorette. I mean, they're still uh, going yeah. on. I mean, who would have guessed that back then? Um, it, what else was? And the interesting thing, number thirty was Fear Factor, Joe Rogan show. And now Joe Rogan <laughs> is the biggest podcaster out there. I mean, say what you want, but I mean, it's, it's still twenty years. A lot of these things are still. You know, part of who we are. I mean, Law and Order, and all the oh. SVU is the 14th show, and it's still around. That's a good show. It's a great show. Yeah, it's there's always crazy. A joke that, there's always a joke at the time. Wait, Ice T, an actor about cops, when his big song was "Cop Killer." Right, right. <laughs> I mean, people do what they got to do to pay. Yeah. Well, there's a photo the of his, his daughter the other day. Seven years old, which is interesting with a uh, mm-hmm. Coco T, or I guess Coco T. I don't know if she took on his last name or whatever, but uh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, she looks, she kind of looks like him actually. Let's think about that. But I don't know if that's a compliment like though. She just looks like him. I don't know, but um, Jimmy Kimmel Live started in 2003. I think Jimmy Kimmel's great. 
I love Jimmy. And that's actually when it was live. It hasn't been live in 15 years or whatever, but it was at the time. So crazy. I've always loved Jimmy Kimmel. I don't watch late night shows, but if I were to watch it, it'd be him because he's a favorite. Yeah. I've always been following him because before then he was on when Ben Stein's money, which I don't even remember that show. You know, Ben Stein. No. Bueller. Bueller. Oh, no. <laughs> Ben Stein. Yes. So it was a comedy central show where you had to compete against Ben Stein. And if you won, you would win his quote unquote money. But the co-host was this young, Jimmy Kimmel, and I think I'm getting the order right. And either before that or after that, it was on the Man Show with Adam Carolla. So I've been, you know, following his career for now it's 25 plus years, and it's it's he's great. They would always have him do the upfronts for ABC, and he'd be bashing ABC shows, but they bring him back every year because he was just funny. I love him doing award shows. It just everybody loves him. He's just a a trip. He's great. And I think I think genuinely, like a lot of his guests, like enjoy him too. You know, they. they it feels like when they're joking around that it's genuine and it's not just boofing for the fact of the television. So. But the interesting thing is how many people he quote unquote made. He helped make Adam Carolla. Adam Carolla was apparently this guy who called into his radio show, and about he was he was like a, he worked on homes as like a boxer. Corolla, sometimes politics are weird, but then the other one, he, one of his co-hosts many moons ago was Carson Daly. This is random oh, young guy in the radio yes. show. And then they didn't make him, but he, he helped uh, Bill Simmons, the sports guy, because Bill Simmons was at ESPN. And then mm-hmm. he went to work right for the, um, on the show for, for Jimmy Kimmel for a couple mm-hmm. of years, came off and now, he might be bigger than ever. He sold his podcasting company, Spotify, for a hundred plus million dollars. He's still part of oh wow the lexicon, and it, it's it's still so it's it's everything he touches. Jimmy Kimmel, it's Jimmy Kimmel, man. He's crazy, and he's one of those guys. I mean, a lot of those like guys don't, but he just he doesn't take himself seriously. He just likes right. laughing, going along, and it's it's awesome. He's funny, but it's twenty years old. Who would have thought? No, I mean, a lot of those shows last forever. Carson was 30 years. Leno was a long time. Letterman between the two mm-hmm. networks were, was a while. And it just yeah. it takes yeah. a while to get into the groove. And then they, they stay around for a while. Mm-hmm. And let me see what else. I mean, there, there was there was some, some pretty good. I mean, I liked Frazier. I think it was that towards the end of Frazier, which was one of those interesting ones where it was a really, really popular spinoff. And there were other popular spinoffs throughout mm-hmm. history. Jefferson's among others, but it was, I don't know. It's, it was, it was a, I don't want to say a sophisticated show that mm-hmm. it was amazing in a world that was so, you know, not the three networks was obviously cable, but right. that it would appeal to middle America show. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, as opposed to, you know, like, Friends is to appeal to everyone. Joe Millionaire is a truly <laughs> middle America show. <laughs> yes. But it was, it, was, it was up there. So it's, it's just a f- funny show. If I happen to flip through TV and it's on, just just something about it. It's witty and just... Oh, it's true. Smug. Smug, yes. Yes. Very true. Okay. That's true. 
but so better you feel better on the tv shows than you do on the movies and the music or i mean i guess that's the way just because it's it. still going on yeah and the thing is i mean i could talk about most of the shows at least minimally and i don't remember still standing but pretty much or the guardian but pretty much every other show in the top 30 Mm -hmm. I'm not going to talk about my big fat Greek life you want to. I see what they're doing. My big fat Greek wedding is <laughs> three or something like that. Oh, yeah. I, I saw three? the first one was good, and that was one of those surprise hits. I did not see the second one. I don't know if I missed anything. I, I, I have not seen any of them. So oh, I'm interesting. Not exactly sure. I think I'm that's one sure. of those things. If you were a little older, you would have seen them. I mean, that's one of those ones that I think everyone just. I such think a, I was just in that perfect little middle area yeah right but no it was it was a different time back then it was a different time it wasn't, wasn't segmented as much as it is today and people watched you had to watch in real time for the most part unless you I was going to say no streaming you had to plan it and be home or record it Ugh. yeah no it was just what a VCR was for needed sometimes so good old VCR yeah. That's true. Um, so, yes. What big pop culture moments from 2003 stood out to you? Do you have any favorites? Well, let me think about mine. What was yours? I mean, this is going to sound really... I was looking through this and i think the the biggest thing that kind of appealed to middle school me <laughs> and i don't know if that i i guess this is pop culture because it kind of took off the ugg boots came out in 2003 and everybody had them yes oh my i gosh. never had everybody one. wore them i never everybody, wore one i promise well, you you missed out because everybody had them every single middle school girl had them did Ugh. it get did it get really cold nah. did people wear them just because it was a fashion statement a thousand percent yes um but yeah i just remember that because everybody was talking about them and i like really really wanted them and it didn't happen but it's okay it's okay it's fine it's okay um yeah i'm trying to try to look through my notes and, and there's a lot of stuff, you know, that wasn't good stuff with Iraq and some other, you know, wars, things like that happening. What else? There was. Yeah, that was a big one. You know, Even well, as like a middle schooler, that was pretty vivid for me. So, well, the thing that you might've been too young to remember was the whole California election where they recalled, Ray Davis, and there were a thousand plus people who seemed to enter it, and Arnold Schwarzenegger won yeah. to, to replace Gray Davis, and you know, it was one of those things that he, and now he's almost like this mainstream politician where he's he's right in the middle for a lot of issues. He's it, mm -hmm. It's an interesting that, you know, it's what a lot of people thought at the time was a joke, when, you know, they always make fun of how he pronounced California. <laughs> and then it, yeah. it's it's it became with that, but I mean that's another one that that's he just had there's two shows 
on Netflix. One's a, like a docu-series, another is a normal a show or movie. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, it's, he's still, you know, a big part of, you know, our our pop culture. It's one of those, I don't know, it's the you probably the top 10 most famous people in the country, if not the world, even. Right, right. I did see that documentary that came out on Netflix. I have been wanting to watch it, but I haven't gotten there yet. I remember, I, I don't know, like, the in-depth, like, political side of it. I remember that he became governor and I was like, oh, that's kind of weird, but whatever. (laughs) So, you know. If you're looking for a good documentary with him, Pumping Iron in the 70s, Mm. when he was coming up, it was was considered one of the better sports documentaries of all time, but just to see this young guy that he was with Mr. Olympia and famous in that world, but not nearly whatever he became. So see, it's sort of a, a different version of him 40 plus years ago at this point. That was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. His work ethic was definitely incredible. So. Yeah. But it's, it's, yeah. I mean, there was not a lot of good things happening in, in 03, which mm-hmm. was, uh, it was coming after, you know, a year and change from September 11th in the rock mm-hmm. and just a lot of, things going on in the world that was making people nervous. Yeah, it was a lot of heavy stuff. Yeah, it was. I mean, if now if you go look back 20 years now, you might say the same thing in 2000, you know, in 2043. It's like, man, that's mm-hmm. a, a good point. Off year. Can you believe the number of times that Donald Trump got arrested? I mean, there's who knows what we're saying. They're gonna- that's gonna be yes. They're gonna look back at us and think, "Wow, what was going on?" And you know what? It's June, and we're gonna say it's, it's been arrested two times this year, indicted, whatever. We still mm-hmm. have six months left in the year. There's, there's two more, at least two more possibilities. Forget about civil trials. That's different. Anything can happen, right? We've got a half a year left. We'll and see. Still what might happens. be a president in next year. So, and they will definitely talk about that in twenty years. That's for sure. They will yes. be talking about that in a hundred years. That's also and that's the other It'll thing to think about. So certain things like that's going to be talked of, assuming our world's still around then, and we talked about for centuries. Yeah. That's kind of weird to think about, like, in 20 to 50 years, like, people are going to, like, what people are going to say about, like, our current. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think the, the January 6th insurrection, I mean, that could be hundreds of years to talk. I mean, they talk about when the 1800s, when it last happened. So it's, you don't, they I mean, will be talking about it. Yeah. I mean, some of the things, you know, they're always been talking about September 11th for years. It'll be interesting to see, mm-hmm. you know, what down the road, what gets thought about and, you know, what, what, what people remember, what people forget. How, yeah. How it gets taught, how it gets portrayed, how many details are given. All that stuff. I mean, it'll, we'll see. It it could change opinions and views depending on how it's presented. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, your favorite, well, not your favorite movie, because we already, we already established that your favorite movie <laughs> did come out in 2003, but Chicago won the Best Picture Oscar in 2003. So, that's that was pretty good. cool. No, I mean, 
just kind of. It was one of those ones I, I don't want to say a safe choice, but one of those things that the that the academy would like. That's what they always say about that. So yeah, yeah, it was a soft, it was a a safe bet, right? Right. Um, I have not seen it. I hear very good things. I should probably go. It's coming to DPAC, and I there's no way I can get tickets because I heard it was ridiculous. But Wicked debuted on Broadway 20 years ago with its so, original cast and all that. Well, it's another great cast with Kristen Chenoweth and uh, Adina Mazel or Adele Kazim, if you're John Travolta. That's true. Yes. So, no, so actually, <laughs> I did see it at DPAC whatever it is, probably 13 years ago. Okay. And at the end of the show, everyone in the audience, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. I'm sitting still. I thought it was horrible. I had no, it, I didn't like it at all. And, I, and I'm, not, I'm not against musicals. I think the musicals I end up liking are usually comedies. So I saw Beetlejuice recently. I think we talked about that. Book of Mormon. Oh. Hamilton is not, I mean, Hamilton has funny parts. I like Hamilton. But there's others, it just, I did not see what the whole big deal was with that. Oh. Had you seen, like, did you know any of the story premise? I know the Wizard of Oz. Spoiler but alert. you, like, didn't know or read up or no, anything about no, it. and you just kind of went into it. No, it's like and a lot was... of people, by the time they got around to seeing Hamilton, they've listened to the soundtrack a thousand times. They know all the songs. Mm. I never did that at all. Like, I want to come in fresh. I did and... the same thing. And you did or did not like it? Uh, well, I didn't, I didn't. Wicked, I didn't like Hamilton. I liked Hamilton. You liked? Okay, I did like. Yeah, I mean, it was so it's so cool. How I mean, he was so talented. Okay, I didn't know if they. I didn't know if you had heard anything prior to going into Wicked. I also didn't know if you had people like hype Wicked up for you, well, so you I mean, had a certain expectation. I mean, it, it wasn't like it that. was this um, unknown commodity. I mean, you hear that mm. it's so popular, you can see that. Usually when it comes to DPAC, it's here for a month. So I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, let's, let's see. It's just so popular. Let's go see what it is. And I think a lot of the ones that are really popular, I mean, I don't think I have any interest. I don't want to ever see Family Opera. Okay. Like Miserable, no. It's called Miserable. No. I mean, it's just some of these things that... It's a sign, I, people. It's going to be yeah, that. <laughs> but, but I mean, it, it's... it's uh, Book of Mormon, it's so different. It's so hilarious. It's so bad. But I think, I mean, that's why I liked it. It was not necessarily a standard thing. Hamilton was not mm. a standard. It was, it was, it was cool. I loved Hamilton. Uh, I would see it over and over again. I, I'm, I'm one of those people. I'm so. fine. One, once is enough. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I have other things I want to see. I'll do too, but yes, <laughs> but, it, but, it, but it's, it's not an inexpensive night out for something I've already seen. So it's. That's true. That's very, very true. So, um, along with award shows, I had forgotten that this happened in 2003, but the VMAs in 2003 is when the famous Madonna and Britney kiss happened. That I'm not sure I know what you're talking about. Oh, you do. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, Christina so was on stage it. too, right? It was the three of them, I believe. No. No. <laughs> this is how fake news happens, Elstein. Don't do this. There's, there's, no, there's no fake news. 
Um, yes. So the Madonna Britney kiss at the VMAs, which everybody talked about for a while, and obviously we're still talking about it. It's, I mean, it's that's a way to make news, people. No, should I? Should should I know this is an audio podcast? But I show should I show a photo to you of the three of them, Christina Aguilera, on the stage with them as well. She was in the background, right? Because she no, handed the one she, award off. No, but they were, they were they were performing, the three of them, and then that's what happened. Yeah, so it, oh, Christina Aguilera just got slighted. What can we say? Yes, no, it's. it's... But yes, that happened. But, but all, all three of those are still part of our our lexicon. Obviously, Madonna's been was there before, but. I don't know. Mm-hmm. She looks a little interesting. And the thing is, I would have loved to see Madonna at her prime at a concert. Oh, yeah. But, but the thing I've heard, anytime she does a concert in the last 20 years, she only wants to do her current album, which in most cases people don't care overly about. Or if she does an older song, it'll be like a different version of it. I mean, I would just love to see her greatest hits, and I think that would be amazing. Yes, yes. That's very annoying when you go expecting, like, at least, like, covering multiple decades that she did. You would want, like, a good variety and not just, right. oh, I'm, this is the most recent, so I'm doing this. Yeah, so a lot of times, you know, a little joke is when a a band that's been around forever says, you know, let me play one of her songs from her new album. That's when everyone goes to the bathroom. (laughs) We don't want to hear this. Yeah, and and, then think about the concert. One of my biggest pet peeves, not the only one, is the whole encore that's fake. Because when you hear, you know, that's over and mm-hmm. they haven't played the one song that they're known for, you know mm-hmm. for a fact they're coming back out. I mean, mm-hmm. true encore is supposed to be everyone loves it so much they don't want it to end. They come back and they do some other things because they've already done mm-hmm. their, their top song. And it just, every time, you know, just stand there. Okay, come on. Just come on. Just come on, guys. Just do it. Just go ahead and do it. Yeah. We know you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. So just do it. So what it... Okay. For like... I'm going to call them double encores. So like, you know they're going to come back out. You want them to sing a certain song. And they come out and do like two songs. And then they disappear. And then they come back out again. What, do you think that's all planned too? Or well, do you think I think well, a lot of pop acts, every little thing, probably down to their jokes or choreographs. Mm-hmm. They know the exact word in other songs. So then other bands, let's just say, I don't know, like the Rolling Stone. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure that's real. Oh, Bob Dylan's the greatest example because he has so many songs. And apparently, for the last how many decades, he doesn't even acknowledge the audience. He'll go up there, play a song, <laughs> no interactions with anyone. And it'll probably be, you never know what songs he's going to play, which is cool. So he might be one you don't, like, the, the, his biggest hits you might not hear at all, but he has such a great catalog. And a lot of times it feels like mm-hmm. Bob Dylan, that's what they want to hear. Right. Anyway. But, I mean, I actually, I love seeing how they, bands perform, perform stuff live. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's the same thing where, you know, Neil Diamond will do Sweet Caroline, his last song, but then he'll he'll end it, then he'll do the chorus a couple more times. Mm. Or um, Twisted Sister, they're going to do We're Not Going to Take It Anymore, and then do the chorus again as their encore. 
and it's on the same things. So it's some, sometimes it's the same joke. So it's, I don't know. It's it's an interesting concept. But encores drive you crazy. No, I think the, fa- the like fake them. encores do. Where they're, the they're going to play ones. them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's. It, if you know fans truly like it, then that'd be cool. They come out and do a song because the fans really want them. And and sometimes there are double, you know, encores. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you always hear about it, cons. You know, the, I can't pronounce it. Thank God I took French for four years. But they have, you know, like the movie premieres, and they'll get like, like literally, like a fifteen-minute standing ovation. So always be oh, yeah. judged. Well, that movie only got three minutes. Like, three minutes is a pretty long time to stand up for anything. But I mean, that literally, some of these are ten or fifteen time. minutes. So it's no, that's too long. That's way too long. Nope, too long. Um, Apple launched their iTunes Music Store in two thousand and three. And everything was a dollar. Yeah, I mean, that was... And people thought, well, why am I paying a dollar when Napster is free? And, <laughs> I mean, seriously, and it took a while. And, you know, streaming is everything. So now it's legal streaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess people still do, quote-unquote, buy songs, buy albums. True. But, I mean, streaming is so big. Once again, where you rent... Songs. If I stop paying my fee to Spotify, there goes my thousand and fifty songs done from two thousand three. So it, it's it's just an interesting concept. And it's like you mm-hmm. know, this day and age, it's like would I buy some because you know, albums were so big forever. I I have set singles, but mm-hmm. I mean they try to push you the albums. Then now it became singles with uh with 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 Apple. And I think you know some people. What's the point of an album even? Mm. Some argue, right. or, or yeah, some artists will argue that I have a whole concept behind this and everything. And you but need it, to have it as a whole because it's telling yeah, a story. Which I don't know. And... I mean, I, my Spotify is on random, and now that I'm random, I'm like, car, I'm like, nope, nope, nope. These are songs that I purposely put on there and like skip through. <laughs> play a song, it's skip through ten songs, skip, play a song, skip through five, and. Yeah, it all depends on what you want to hear. And yes, you like you chore or you didn't choreograph. You, yeah, you put that playlist together, but you're like, I'm not feeling oh, yeah. this today. Skip. It's all about the mood. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, that's true. Um, I thought this was kind of funny. Twenty years ago, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck, after the fail of their movie that was Jiggly, um, they decided they were going to postpone their wedding. And, and look, here now they are both 20 single. years later. 20 years later, it finally happened. Here we are. Well, the one good thing for me is, because I don't know, about a year or two ago, Jennifer Lopez was kept on showing everything. It's not like, that's I mean, every every award show, but then every special event, then you'd see uh, Payra. I mean, Alex Rodriguez would be there too. And now I don't have to see him every little time she would perform. You don't see him anymore. It's okay. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, they... That's a good point. She was kind of everywhere. And it wasn't like everywhere 20 years ago. It was sort of, I don't know, she had good people working with her. So to get her yeah. out there. Yeah. Her mad props to her publicist. But yes, at every single awards show, presenting. Yep. I remember I watched something and they had her come out and present. And I was like, she's not exactly even related to like this event thing. They just wanted her here. Yeah, but she's, um, she's J-Lo. Jenny from the block is back. 
20 years later. Yes. And she's married. Finally got married. Um, she got married. Um, the one thing I remember when this was announced and I remember being excited slash relieved in 2003 is when the government said that they would do the do not call list for telemarketers. Right. I think we still need that. <laughs> I think we yeah. need some work on that one. I'm yeah. sure the the prevalence of cell phones versus home phones has played into that, but right, and, and people have gotten in trouble over the years, some with the fines. But yes, I mean, mm-hmm. I enjoy get calls that I'm guessing are Chinese. And the other day, I said it literally said calling from Shanghai. So was it? Oh. So I mean, you could spoof those things. But yeah, yeah. so it is. It, it's. Yeah, I mean, I, I block many numbers over time, but I mean, it's, it's far from perfect. But then the ironic thing is some, you know, it's sometimes we'll say spam. And once the blue moon is actually a person, that so it's like, oh, I was going to answer you, but it said spam. <laughs> like a doctor's office or something like that happens. That's not a friend that I have the phone number, but someone that's legitimately calling me for something. Right. Spam. Right. Uh, and the potential spam warning is is definitely helpful, but yeah, I just thought that was interesting because it's you know twenty years later and we're still like waiting on that. But um, so you know what? That's a lot of. St- I think we could still go for another couple hours. I don't know if anyone's still listening <laughs> at this point, but I mean, I think this was a, this is a good topic. I think you know we have to mm-hmm. think about doing it again sometime. Yeah, we'll have to choose a different year. Yeah, you said you can't do 25 years. Maybe we do 15 next time. Yeah, I can't do 25. I'm not going to know anything. It's going to be disastrous. That's yeah, we'll funny. choose maybe something, uh, maybe 10. Well, we'll do it. It'll be fun. And yeah, yeah. Great. this is a great time. So until next episode. Thank you so much. Hey, peace out, everyone. Have a good night. <laughs>